0: The guardrails of our Republic is perhaps this nation's greatest strength. Yet hear me clearly, disagreement must not lead to disunion. And I pledge this to you. I will be a president for all Americans.
1: All Americans. And you're listening to USA Radio News.
2: Balance of Nature's Fruits and Vegetables in a capsule, changing the world one life at a time.
0: I've been taking vitamins off and on my whole adult life, and I've never seen any change. Not like this, not since I've been on Balance of Nature. I used to take prescription medication for uh, muscle aches and stuff. I don't take that anymore. I wish I would have started it back when I first heard about it on the radio. And if I can give Balance of Nature any advice, keep it out on the radio, because I still hear these commercials from time to time, and I'm thinking, you know, you people need to listen up. I mean, I'm over 50. And, you know, your body starts wearing down. But balance of nature has literally changed my life. It really has.
2: Get a wide variety of all your daily recommended servings of whole fruits and vegetables without having to leave your home. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 1-800-2468-751. Or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code USA.
1: A coronavirus forecast is predicting more deaths in the United States. The University of Washington predicting the country is still in an upward trajectory, with its current model projecting more than 566,000 deaths by May 1st. The new, more contagious COVID-19 strain causing havoc across the country, including California, where Charles Chu is a leading researcher on the new strain.
0: We are concerned uh, about the possibility
1: that these mutations may, one, may make the virus more transmissible, but two, may also have an effect on the vaccines. Firefighters, rescue teams, and police officers are continuing to go through rubble after an explosion in Spain's capital. The blast happened Wednesday in central Madrid, seriously damaging the upper fourth and fifth floors of a building near a nursing home. The cause of the explosion is still under investigation. You're listening to USA Radio News.
2: At Face to Toe Beauty Salon, you'll get better treatments than anywhere else in the valley. Master pedicurist Martina Merkel de Herrera's European-trained skills are of a higher standard than those required in America. Martina's 39 years of experience will make your experience at Face to Toe Beauty Salon feel like heaven. The Face to Toe European-style services include facial and body treatments, pedicures, manicures, waxing, makeup, brows, and lashes. Face to Toe Beauty Salon sells and only works with the highest quality face and body products. Martina recommends that you book ahead at 702-595-1721 or at face That's F-A-C-E, the number two, T-O-E, dot com. Face to Toe is located at 4516 West Charleston, just east of Decatur. The next time you need to visit the salon, go to the master who will care for you face to toe have to
3: let you
4: in on a new facial treatment I've just recently discovered, microcurrent facial treatment. I'm amazed by the immediate results in just a single session. The treatment lifts, tones, and reduces fine lines, leaving me looking years younger and feeling healthier about myself. No pain, no laser, no injections. It's so relaxing and simple, you must try it for yourself. And right now, you can receive a $150
2: treatment for only $20. Call My Facial Sculpting 702-666-8080
4: or set up an appointment online at MyFacialSculpting.com. You'll love the results.
3: My Facial Sculpting is located at 4015 East Sunset Road at Green Valley Parkway inside High Mountain Healing Spa. Check them out online at MyFacialSculpting.com. My Facial Sculpting, the way to a more youthful you.
0: The thoughts and opinions expressed in the following program are those of the program's participants and do not necessarily represent those of station staff Management and advertisers. Johnsyndicate.com. Call 1 888 201 4201. and don't stall make the call call 1-888-201-4201 that's 1-888-201-4201 call now call free for your access password at johnsyndicate.com. that's www.johnsyndicate.com call now call free
5: hey this is former odds maker kenny white now on your side of the counter
0: Don't stall. Make the call. 1-800-209-1679. 1-800-209-1679.
4: go. Another edition of Sports Insider Radio coming to you from Las Vegas. I'm Brian Blessing. We got the boys John and Mike back east in Baltimore. David Miller's joining us. I don't know where he's been like a globetrotter. I don't even know where he is. But we're going to get you going. We invite you to check out the website SportsInsiderRadio.com We got championship games this weekend. NBA, NHL all kinds of good stuff to talk about. And Without further ado, we welcome the boys. Uh, let's just throw it out there. Who, who wants to say hi first?
0: Well, I want to say hi first. I've changed my location in my office today. Normally, I cannot see Mike. This time, it's kind of like where you're at in the studio. I'm in a closed-in room with a window, and I can see Mike on the other side. huh. And he's just, you could see him busting at the seams. He did not text you after that Buffalo game, and no, he kind of pulled. He kind of pulled a trump on you. He didn't. He didn't come no. to the inauguration. No, he but he didn't. Uh, he didn't give you a graduate congratulatory yeah, but, text. but nor
4: nor did I put salt in the wound. I did not. No, oh, that I, I would never. I
0: know you better than that. You I, would never do I'm that. I'm
4: a I'm a gracious winner. I know I know it's not fun when it ends, and only one team's happy when it's all said and done. But but John, I think would you not agree? That's nice to be a good Samaritan, and and say, and and say you're you're a gracious winner. But is it really good radio, John? Do I mean you know for the sake of the radio show? Hey, 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 let's go Buffalo! Let's go Buffalo! Let's go Buffalo! Let's go Buffalo! The bills make me wanna. Show! And I only did that for the sake of the radio show.
0: (laughs) Oh, man. That was beautiful. Here's the good news. My son did get a Diggs jersey for Christmas, so the bright side was because I don't get him on Saturdays and I snatched him from his mother to watch the game. He said, tomorrow at least I have the Diggs jersey. (laughs) (laughs)
4: <laughs> there you go. Well, he's still breathing, but but hey, he's listen, so it's all it's all love. I mean, what the Bills fans I mean, do? What did the Bills fans? Do? They they raised all kinds of dough for Lamar Jackson's charity. Um, we're, um, we're, um, we're charitable people. We're, we're we don't stick a fork in people. No, I mean, look, I, I will say that it is it is kind of you know
0: I don't know, Dave. Was there a, a prop bet on what's the odds of Lamar and um uh, and and uh, Mahomes, twenty four year old quarterbacks, both getting concussions? Pulled out of the game in the same week. I mean, that in itself is crazy.
4: No, yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. I mean, you go sixteen weeks
0: of playing regular season football, well, nobody gets a concussion. Well, well, and
4: they, well wait a minute, I, I, you're you, well, Dave. I love you. Hold, on, hang in there a second. You're being nice, John. Here, I mean, it, 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 just, where, where is he? I'm what? I'm looking at him, but he's well, saying, "Where is he?" I'm,
5: uh, I'm here. I'm here. I'm listening. I'm observing. <laughs> you know, I, I actually, Brian. <clears throat> I took this loss a lot more gracefully than other years simply because we were beat by a better team that day. And I'm I'm on the Bills bandwagon. I love the Bills mafia. I don't like the Chiefs. I want them to go to the Super Bowl. I want them to win the whole thing. Because at the end of the day, the team that beats your favorite team, you want them to win the whole thing because yeah, they beat you. <laughs> but, yeah. you know, just, just a quick... Two-minute synopsis of how the game played sure. out in my eyes. First half, very sloppy. I know the winds were swirling. I love how the announcer said it was four-mile-per-hour winds. <clears throat> it looked like thirty like forty. 34. <laughs> <laughs> the announcer said four to eight-mile-per-hour winds. So that obviously wasn't even close to being accurate. And, and secondly, you know, yeah, Bass missed some field goals, but we have the best kicker in the game. No matter how tough the conditions are, we expect him to at least make – most of them and he missed two in the first half so again coming out of the first half an inept um offense defense played lights out three three at halftime i have a lot of confidence especially going into the second half we're usually a good team that makes adjustments the bills have an extraordinary drive to come out the half put seven on the board the ravens have again another nine minute drive where the first nine minute drive of the first half they got negative three points I mean, sorry, they got zero points. And then on the second nine-minute drive in the second half, they got negative seven points. So you're talking about two nine-minute drives that resulted in negative seven points when he threw a pick six. Just a bad chain of events. I think the defense and the defense's scheme for the Bills was exceptional. The way that they played zone and they had a spy instead of really spying Lamar to chase him for running, they let the front four do their job, which they put pressure on Lamar without any blitz. Whatsoever, and they had a spy in the secondary that was just following his eyes. So the again, you know, the coaching we got out coached again in the playoffs. Um, I think the teams both played extremely well for the Ravens to only give up ten points uh, defensively against that caliber of an offense on the road in that environment. It sounded like there was ninety thousand fans, not seven thousand. Not sure about the the rules for the decimal of the crowd noise. I think it was a little bit above normal, but uh, it was a great game.
4: It kind of came down to this. Jackson back to throw, guns it into the end zone, intercepted. Two yards deep in the end zone, intercepted by Taryn Johnson, and he brings it out, and he's still on the run. He may go all the way. He's at the Baltimore 40, the 30, gets a block at the 20, 10, 5, touchdown! 102 yards with an in zone interception touchdown Buffalo. Well, that was kind of a, that was that. That was I mean, that. I that was kind of it, you, it. Brian.
0: Brian. You had it all. You must have been so happy this morning. How am I gonna get this
4: going?
3: This well, no, great. well, no, how many no, times no,
4: have you played that? No, that's the fact. <laughs> no, honestly, that's the first time I played it. Um, and yes, I, special. I well, well, you should because. Did I did I go the extra nine yards? The answer is yes, because the absolute truth of the matter is all the radio shows, in fact, I got a buddy of mine here who goes, well, what kind of show prep do you do? I said, Well, I pull in about, you know, four, Eight seconds before 45 seconds before the show and <laughs> <Right>. start talking, <laughs> and, you know, and, 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 like show prep. I said, I watch games all day. I, I, I do, I'm prepping for it all day. But, you know, this, I actually got here, Three minutes early to find that on YouTube. So I invested three extra minutes just for because I love you guys.
0: I knew because he even texted me like 30 seconds earlier and said, Call. I, knew that he was in there <laughs> yeah, I didn't
4: want you to forget today.
0: <laughs> right, exactly. So let me, I want to ask you, Dave. um Dave, I said this last week, and then we can mess around with that game. But I said, you know, I, you called me a square. It's documented, it's archived on the radio. My motto has always been DBB, DBB, don't bet against Brady. He will find a way. I'm going to say it right now. I'm going to say it right now. Don't take, I know you love dogs. I hope you're with me. Tampa Bay all the way, every square player in the
5: world, loading up on Green Bay Tampa Bay will find a way to win this game. Well, hold on one second. I know, Dave, you could jump in. But, again, Brady's been in the league for 19 years. Could be off a year or two, right? Uh, Don't quote me on that. 19 years. He's only won how many Super Bowls? So he's had a lot of exits in the playoffs in big games before. So I don't know about the theory of don't bet against Brady. And, and, and I the other thing, Mike, you know what?
4: All those years, I mean, I, I, I see I could have invested the two minutes in this and I didn't. But what would you say? 80% of the games Brady's played in the playoffs have been at home.
5: Right. Much different scenario. It's a third game on the road. Now, we all know that this year is a little bit different, um, especially with well, lack of home fans. I mean, in New Orleans, they had – very limited amount of fans um in washington they had no fans so now he's going into a stadium where they do have fans in green bay and lambeau i think they're going to make them even more this week um fan exceptions for the the nfc championship so this is really going to be the first real road game because in New Orleans, it just wasn't nearly the, at all. I mean, the decimals—they wasn't that loud compared to the Bills game. I never saw anything except the Bills game that looked like a real road game. It was the loudest stadium I've ever heard with sixty-five hundred I, I fans. Wish, I
4: wish—I really wish—because you went to the Tennessee game. I wish you had been there uh, because my, one of my best friends, my, he's like a brother to me, he, he couldn't a, get in. Brian. Well, he's net, he's, one he's, one, hes one of the network cameramen. He—he he, he, he works all the games. He was telling me about it. The you know the Bills had said the first week that the 6,700 sounded like it was ridiculous uh, how, and that it actually was impactful. If you watch the game this weekend, the Chiefs fans are in the upper and lower bowl. Uh, the Buffalo thing, they're all in the lower bowl, those 6,700 people. And, you know, Al Michaels and Collinsworth were saying, this is insane how loud these people are, and there's only 6,700 of them. And if you remember the one series, Mike, uh, the ravens were at like coming out of their own 10 yard line and twice the three bit,
5: false starts the, 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 yeah, the, twice, three twice in a
4: row they got them on false starts because of the crowd noise
0: well, here's my my take dave dogs are 148 and 118 against the spread in the nfl season including last week isn't this a pro spot at post if you can get four you wait and you take tampa bay i'm just asking dave
3: I mean, it sounds like it. Yeah, I, I think so. It's it's definitely it's definitely Buccaneers are past to me if it's over three.
4: Well, I think what's going to happen, guys, I think – well, and here, it it happened this morning, all right? We've been saying this, you know, for a couple of days now. You know, it was four, then it came down to three, and it's that Brady – Three and a half, right. Well, but it was okay. four, it came down to three. There's that Brady influence, but it was sitting and it still is at some places three minus twenty, three minus twenty-five. So it's telling you, if it's going to do anything, it's going to go through three and a half, to three to three and a half. And there's already a handful of three and a halves. And I I think this will go back and forth on and off three. Then you get to uh, you know game day and they love Brady and the over, but you're going to really be watching closely. The pregame show to see what the weather is because we just saw it last week in Buffalo. The weather cripped up out of nowhere with the wind and Green Bay, certainly the same thing. And then the Bills game. I uh, it's it's three most places. There's some two and a halves, but as the week goes on, once we get a more of a defined thing on Mahomes status, that game likely goes through three as well. The crazy thing on the Mahomes thing. The concussion thing I don't think is an issue at all. I mean, it can be if they give him a hard hit. He's going to play. I think it's the toe. Uh, If he has turf toe, uh, I got news for you. He's going to give it a go. But if he's a pocket passer, I think the the Bills will blitz him early on to try to flush him out just to see how mobile he is. And if, if he has to be rendered a pocket passer, he's still terrific and he can still do good things. But if he's not mobile, that's a whole new game plan for the Bills.
0: Well, you know, it's uh, interesting in the Bills game, if Kansas City is going to actually cover a game, this will be the one if they win, because they haven't covered a game in like yeah, 10 games. Yeah. So, you know, Dave, I'm just curious in terms of, uh, you know, for the listeners that are listening, obviously you're fully involved in all aspects of college and pro basketball, oh. um, and is th- is it a big deal to you, or is it only a big deal because you can get large amounts of money off on these playoff games versus it being a big deal uh, for any other reason? Because it's only two games.
3: You pretty much summed it up. There's so many betting opportunities, and especially out of state, uh, where I'm at. It's, it's yeah, uh, that's that's why I'm not really into it. Uh, but uh, yeah, Tampa Bay definitely, and then. So what, what do you have- say to?
0: What do you say to the person that per- calls up on Saturday or Sunday, and purchases your picks, and then Mike says, "You know, we have five college basketball games." Dave's on. He goes, "I just want the football. I'm I only bet football." What do you say to that guy if he's listening on the air right now?
3: Well, you there's there's value in the long run, but it's it's really small value. The more volume that you can get is obviously better. So that's what I say. And and since basketball every day, there's like five or six. Or five to, like, ten plays, you definitely want to bet the basketball, so, too. He's so just more her, of a fan, it sounds like, so not here, trying to actually make here, money.
0: Here's the question that all the players <laughs> ask me. Uh, they, can't, they can't mentally handle the volume. It's not that they can't handle the volume. They say, oh, it's too many games. You know, they, they can't handle what I call the roller coaster ride. And they're always looking for that holy grail, that one big game they can unload on because in their mind, it's a lot easier to win one game than it is to win five games. So, again, as we're rounding and ending this college, I mean, excuse me, this NFL season, what do you say to the but, guys prepared but
4: of quantity? But how flawed an approach is that? You know, I mean honestly I didn't say it wasn't. No, 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 I, no, I no I, no I no I'm not I'm saying for the person that, that say they would call you that wants to unload on a game. I mean <laughs> yeah. so some, somebody that's great at doing this is picking sixty percent of the time. So I it's mean, a, think, it's I a marathon, it's, it's, it's not a sprint. I think, I think
0: I think. Would you agree, both of you, that's really technically less guys that are greater, like fifty.
4: Yes, but, but 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 I'm saying for the mindset that yeah, like I, 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 I want, I want the game. You know, I want the. the I mean, it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. Well, I,
0: I, I get that, but I'm just telling you, this is a lot of the, uh, a lot of the. Uh, I don't know what the word is. The reluctance to bet basketball. Reticence. Is they're scared of yeah. Reticence. They're scared of the volume. They're scared of the volume, you know, I, you know, I, you know, they're scared of the possibility of losing seven games in a day versus the possibility of taking all the money and putting it on one game and losing to one game. So, you know, this is, um, this is just a question that I have for you, Dave, because obviously this is it. This is what you do for a living. And is there any, uh, Is there any inauguration speech to the basketball bettors, the future basketball bettors of the world, on this first day of a new presidency that you can give your sports betting inauguration speech? Why volume is better than less games?
3: Well, pretty much NFL, too, is the smallest edge you can get. So that hurts you. And then college basketball is a sport that's played daily, like I said before, with Many plays throughout the year, I mean hundreds of plays at a higher edge. so it makes sense anytime anytime you can cut your risk down and spread it spread your spread spread it out over multiple games, your edge, then you have less swings, you make more money and just live a better overall quality of life that's that's my speech because if you load up on one game and this is like I don't know you you tell me crazy stories where people will Want to put their last dollar on one game. I don't, I don't know about that, but. Can you imagine? <laughs> then you well, I wouldn't even say
0: it's the last dollar. I would say they're in a legal state where sports wagering is legal, whether it's in Nevada, whether it's in Colorado, where it is. And let's say they have an XYZ account at the, at the sports sportsbook or even in Vegas on the strip, and they have the app in their phone. And they started with $1,000, and now they're down to, like, 400 So they've been betting a system, and they've lost, like, in $50 units, they've lost $600. Well, now in their mind, it's like, oh, I got 500 in my account. Ah, double or nothing. So then they become impatient, and instead of sticking with the program, boom, unload on the one game. And now they have a zero bounce, and they're going back, and they're making another deposit, i.e. why the books uh, constantly win. And I always tell this to people that I know I can say on the air, Dave is a winner. I can say on the air, many people I know are winners that are on the air, that are off the air. But I know that it's hard for a subscriber of any of those services including yours or anyone else's that I know to actually handle the volatility, the ups and the downs, because with more games, not being a prof- professional better, when you talk about quality of life in his mind, if he, he's counting W's and L's, not money. So in his mind, if he, if he can go, O in five in a day, cause he bet five games, Versus going 0 and 1, even though the money could be exactly the same psychologically, him losing one game versus him losing five games, it's a completely different brain state. If that makes any
3: sense. I, did, I just like the feeling of having, let's say, over a week, 50 plays overnight college basketball, and as you, and then when you wake up, they're all most of them are sitting good, and it just becomes just like on a graph when it's slowly going up rather than that. And then it becomes you have so many plays, spread your money out over so many games that you just, yeah, you almost can't really have a losing streak, a big one, percentage-wise. Right. Well, well, even dollar-wise to the person because they're going X amount of percentage of their bankroll in one play. So what what one guy's $20 bets would feel like, another guy's $2,000 bets would feel like. And it's just a good feeling so that's that's how i do it and that's how cuz in theory that's any professional even investor or, or whatever not just a sports better you want mass volume with an edge because and when it's spread out like that then then you just uh yeah you just you really maximize every part of your life i mean yeah your overall quality of life too which we're, we don't never talk about that but
0: well, we, we should because, have... like, I'll give you an example. Mike Mike has different sources, and, like, we ha- we see it here. Mike even said to me, it's, like, crazy. Like, you know, you, you, you lose three games for a guy, and, you know, you got 90. 90- I mean, Mike's like, what did you say to me this morning, Mike? you feel like a therapist, not an advisor? Well, it's like and I'm listening because
5: uh, I'm looking at the perception of the client that's listening to the show, and a lot of my guys listen to the show, and I'm just trying to – It's it's hard to put into words when – Somebody joins on a Thursday and he doesn 't see the returns from the previous week or the previous month because he wasn 't a client yet, and he starts off on a bad streak, but in reality, when i could I know over a large sample size i mean, we've been doing this way too long that we simply don't have a losing month or a losing season, but to a guy that started last Thursday that has that stretch of losing days or losing games in his mind because Gamblers are, short, are are so short-sighted, and they don't see the long-term, and, and they can't handle seeing their account be negative, let alone for one game or especially for a week. And I try to emphasize that it's all about money management. Nobody's chasing here. The last thing that I do, John does, Dave, Brian, all of us, none of us chase. You don't see us putting more emphasis on games the following day just because we're down from the previous day. It's just consistent money management. And like Dave said, if you're have, if you getting in your money right, week after week, month after month, you have an edge. That's all that matters. And over time, I've seen it firsthand for so long, but that guy that's just joining or has a losing streak right off the bat, when he joins in his mind, he can't see the bigger picture because he only cares about last night or the last couple of days as the result of how this relationship's going to go. So, Dave, that was really good information. And I'm, I'm glad the 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 listeners heard that because in my eyes it's just so hard to explain because i know the reality and i know the long-term growth and you know percentage wise you're going to have losing weeks throughout the year we can't determine when that's going to happen but again at the end of the day if you're getting in your if you're getting your money in right that's all that matters long term well let me ask you something Well, i'm sorry go ahead brian
4: well i was just gonna say to everybody's point you know we all have routines and how we do things and you know, if, if you play three games one day or ten the next, but a, a general train of thought this past year, college football, college hoops, you're sitting there and you may you may have eight nine games that you sat there and found out about, but now you're sitting there going, well, yeah, I normally play these men this many games, but if I'm not convinced with the uncertainty of it, I think you know I know I played significantly less in college football. I'm playing significantly less uh, in college basketball because you're not doing it because oh I want to get this amount of games out. If if it ain't right and it don't feel good, it, is, it goes back to the mantra's job. You don't bet the game just because it's the game that's on TV. Sometimes saying no or passing a game is the best thing you can do.
3: That's right. No, I agree. Right, but, but
0: what I was going to add, what I wanted to uh, ask you, Dave, for the yeah. listeners to hear is when you go through periods and you'll say I've been like on your videos. On Instagram, you'll say, yeah, or, or even on the show, like, you know, you'll, have a, you'll say, I'm running bad. What, psychologically, what, what is the longest in your career of wagering time that you've gone on that short term, I don't want to call it losing streak, just running bad, not making a profit? Um, is, it, is it a month? Is it, is it three weeks? Is it two weeks? The, Where, and, the biggest... and how does it really affect your quality of life when you're running bad?
3: Well, the biggest losing streak I had was I was I was playing the market in baseball, which is where you where you take the the discrepancies when, when uh Cantor first came no. out. You're talking about those parlays had, that you were giving me? No, no, Cantor when they oh, first okay. came out they, they took like these huge baseball bets and then they would they would move the line way off of the market. So, you know, the global price is even money. They literally would put plus one twenty on a on a game, and so I really went for it on those. And I think I put it was like five thousand a game, and and it was about two hundred thousand that I was down like forty units. And not gonna lie, it started to rattle me. Like I would go. Cause oh, so, was my, so you my... are
0: not okay. So you're human. You are human.
3: Well, it was forty units on something I I just kind of went off the global price. This so was a long let's... time. It's like seven years Let... ago. So, let's forget about that instance and just
0: your normal me watching you in front of the screen doing your work every day. What's the worst you've ran bad at in since I've known you for ten years oh you know two what I mean? two
3: years two years ago in two years ago in uh well in basketball it was in January yeah it was like i was it was like uh thirty thirty five units, but then the crazy thing was. In February, I cleared all of it back plus another like sixty. It was, it was, you know, it was the totally. Total well, so the point February. is,
0: you stayed in the game, and that's the listeners for the. You know, you're laughing and chuckling now, but that's the thing I'm trying to get the listener who listens to this live or later is that yeah, you're down 35 units, and then you go and you make 95 gross back, and you're up 60. But you had to have enough bet correctly to stay in the game to handle being down 35 units and that's what the listeners always fail with is they overbet you, so when they're down 35 units they're out of money
3: I've played a lot of blackjack with my friends through the years and that's when you play blackjack you can really see how coin flips weighted coin flips can just really have huge extremes how, uh, uh, Mike's you, eyes just o-
0: Mike, Mike's eyes just opened up. He's waiting for the blackjack tips so he can run over to the local casino. Because
5: even though I will pandemic, never, they're open, I will never play that game again in my entire life. Well, well, let me just let me
3: explain for, something to just, you. Even for today, even math-
5: I will not play that game.
3: Well, here's the thing, Hate too math- mathematically, let's say that you're you're fifty-three or fifty-four percent against the global rate right and then you shop around your your higher or your timing of the bet whatever but even even mathematically and and i'm not in, you know math i know math but you can lose it's mathematically possible which is scary i mean this hasn't really happened to me you can lose like 60 units it's mathematically possible if you pick 53 fifty four percent could even be higher all the math people out there can figure it out this is real advanced math but you can lose like 60, it could even be higher, 70 units. That hasn't happened to me, but it's always in the back of my mind. So when you tell somebody, hey, 1% of your bankroll or 2%, this isn't very sexy, but when you know that even if you have an edge and are one of the world's best, you can still drop 60 units, it's a small percent, like 1% or 2% chance, less than that even. But it is it is like a 1 in 500 shot if you're the world's best. So this is pretty scary. It's always in the back of my mind, which is why you have to prepare. You always have to prepare for a bad run, no matter how much you're winning, how great you feel. You always have to know that it's coming at some point. Multiple times, if you do this for a lot of years, you're going to drop. Dropping 10, 15 units is like twice a year, three times a year. If you if you if you have like six or seven picks a day, is what I mean. Now, what do you it's what do you say to, to the gambler? What do you say to the
0: Martingale betters that call up here and torture us with? Well, you're not going to lose five games in a row. So I'll just keep doubling and doubling. And I go, why can't you lose five games in a
3: row? No, you can. There's certain cycles where you can lose thirteen or fourteen in a row. It, it, sure, it's a long shot, but you're you're going to have each bet's independent of what happened before. So it's just an have irrational. Have you ever theory. gotten into
0: that Martingale betting, you or no, Brian? It's, it's have you guys irrational.
3: Ever... No, it's irrational. It doesn't Is there
0: any positive math behind Martingale betting no. systems? These A B C no. systems people tell me about Bet the A game. If it loses, then bet the B. And, the... and if it loses and then by the D you're you're
3: you're smoked. <laughs> well basically the only the only thing that, that every single every single bet is independent and in the long run each bet is a loser, but there is like a ninety-five percent chance that when you start doing it, you'll make money if you keep adding more, like to the next game. So if you just let's say you go fifty, you lose. Now to get your now you go one twenty because you want to show a profit, you lose. Now the one seventy, you're down. You go three eighty, but then the five percent, you're gonna get wiped out. There, there's no. It's a minor. It's a negative expectation bet, and it. There's no logic to do it. It doesn't work. But many people believe in that, which is now the
0: only the only caveat I would add is if you're fortunate enough that money doesn't matter. Like I have a we'll call him a whale that flies into Vegas and meets me on his private jet once a year. We have dinner and he basically says to me, John, you know, I, I do all the wrong things and I just love it. Like he doesn't. He wants to either walk into that casino, play blackjack, like Mike was talking about, win uh-huh. thirty million, lose thirty million. Technically, he can keep he can do a Martin. He can keep going all the way to game eighty if it went if you went zero and eighty, and he's going to Martingale himself out if he wants. And he's uh-huh. if you're if you're betting small enough, or you're never going to run out of money. There is some. Can't you make a claim? There's positive EV to that if you're no, betting small. No.
3: Okay. No, that's what no, I want the listeners to hear. Because everything's an infinite sample, right? In theory, everything's an infinite sample. So let's say let's say like the odds for him to lose his eighty million are one in, I don't know the, the bet sizing he's doing. Let's say it's one in seven hundred trips. Sure, he's not going to have 700 trips over his lifetime, but one in 700 times, let's say, even if he has so much money, he's going to lose it all. So you could say, well, one in 700 is hard. That's kind of what I meant, how, like, if you just keep doing that, sure, and you add to your bet, you can make money, but there's X percentage of time where you're wiped out. So, So meaning, let's say 30 people all tried to do this, and they had a strategy where only one would bust twenty nine people would make money, but one would lose more than what the twenty nine made combined. Does that make sense in theory yeah,
0: um, that's why Longer. I asked you the question that's why yeah. I asked you the question i mean your your thoughts yeah. uh your thoughts, Brian, on any of this Because, i mean you're you, again you you've been you've been around it all surrounded by it all for decades in Vegas with guys you know trying to chase and double down and and, and less and do either one of you ever chase out of frustration like you're a one. Let's say you're a one percenter, Dave, and you've had some bad runs. Do you say, eh, I'm going to go five
3: percent," or is that just not in in the realm of what you do? Well, I think I think we're all human, and I think at times we 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 have emotional moments. But a professional, it's kind of like like a, a basically the best poker player at the table makes less mistakes than the than the opponents at that table to have an edge. In theory, no matter how good you are. You could be the ninth worst in the world as long as you're playing against the other eight that are worth. So my point is we all have our moments where no matter how emotionally strong or professional we are, we'll just – we'll do something that's not solid. So, for example, like let's say I go 1% a game, raise it to one and a half. Maybe I'll go like 3% on one game that just – well, they've lost two in a row. They just have to win here. I, mean, I love it anyway. So, it's so you'll money. have little <laughs> – no, not that. But you'll have little random things that you'll do just just because. And, and not, not even saying it's a mistake, but uh, to fly off the deep end, and go put half my money on something. No, no, not at all. No. But at, I mean, but at, you... at a smaller scale, I think we all kind of have I'll, – I'll call it leaks in our game. So, so in theory, there's not a perfect poker player as well. The best in the world has leaks somewhere or
0: somehow. I mean, Mike does he's... not think he has a leak. Because, listen, every time he comes back from
5: a poker game, all I hear is that he never loses. Well, Dave just nailed it on the head. I play against people that are worse than me. Yeah, so that's it. I, mean, I that's don't have edge. to be the best. I just play against people that simply are just not as good as me. And they or just, the they or, just or, let
0: you go well, every no, week and take their money.
5: I wouldn't say well, every week, but they're... 90% of the time in these little games that I, I believe play, it. where it's consistently the it. same people, the nights, literally the times I lose, it has to be a bad beat, or I just literally get blinded out because I'm just not, wage, I'm not playing enough hands simply because I'm not getting the cards that night and I'm running card dead. So in my mind, I'd rather lose that night and not make a mistake it feel good about losing. Literally, I'll leave the so table at night, night. I feel good about losing. You're waiting for Most the night. Of, I mean, I, I, play, I play good hands and I make good calculations where I, I get my money in good, just like you do with sports betting. I get my money in good with outs. If I know I have good value and there's good pot value, I'll take a shot. But otherwise, if I'm just not getting cards at all, I'm not the guy that goes on tilt because I lose a couple hundred bucks. And I want to sit there and just play loose. Sometimes it's more fun that way. But at the end of the day, if I'm consistently cashing over a large enough sample size, it really correlates to betting. It's the same
0: concept. So let me ask you if it correlates to betting, and I'll let Brian get in. Uh, Brian, are you a poker player?
4: Oh yeah, no, I've I, I played. I'm no, I'm taking it all in, man. Go, go for it. Well, so
0: here's a question. Uh, I am not a poker player, but what I will say to you, uh, Mike, is our partner who we can both see at the same time while we're talking. We don't want to mention his name on the air. What do you say about his strategy, where he literally can make three hundred, four hundred thousand a year playing poker, and he'll sit in a casino for twenty-four hours with you and play three hands? What's that strategy?
5: He never plays a hand. No, Mike. Mike, you're gone. Oh, I'm, uh, no, I'm here. I mean, it's the strategy
3: behind it. I mean, is, you told me he went to
0: Atlantic City. He's never went it worked to sleep in for the 24 80s hours. in
3: the 1980s. That worked well, in the I mean, 1980s it, well, in, a, in a high-stakes game. Not now.
5: It won't work right now, but it's it's all about: Are you doing it to, as a business, and you're strictly a player that does it because it's your profession, or are you having fun? To me, can I, honestly, can I see if something you play here? a little loose? You have more fun.
3: Go ahead. Okay, so so you can pull this off still at you know basically Friday Saturday nights in a small stakes game, preferably against tourists, because let's think about it: tourists are going and they have two or three days they don't want to fold like they're not there to fold they're there to play and 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 like we always say tourists in the back of their mind know they're probably going to lose money before they get on the airplane or, or get in the car so i think this would work in the in the smaller stakes games busy times weekends etc but if you tried to just go and, and fold your way to a big profit in the high stakes game in, in normal conditions it wouldn't work because the all high stakes games pretty much in the world at this point have probably four, five, six unless you're unless you're in Asia, uh four or five or six uh top level players or, or somewhere up there and they would just you would get blinded out and then when you did play your Aces or Kings or whatever, you would get no value because your hands pretty much face up. But I do think it would still work uh in the games you're in, which something tells me they're there's smaller games and the people want to play. You're absolutely
5: play. right. You're absolutely right. Now yeah. we can go back to sports betting and I'll just just comment on that. What you just said is my exact philosophy. When I fly out and, and we meet each, usually we do it. during March Madness time where the whole cr- crew comes out from the office as well, from the East coast. And literally because I'm not a drinker, I sit there at the tables and all the tourists come there and they're there to have fun. Like you said, they're not there to fold. And they literally just dump their money because it's their expendable income that they brought to the casino with them to spend for the week or for the weekend, whatever it is anyway. And it's so much easier planning. Sometimes it can backfire because those loose players make terrible calls and the cards just, whatever the cards come out and you you have great odds and they hit that one-outer or two-outer on the river on you, there's nothing you could do. But over a large enough sample size, if you play – correct, you're going to make more money than you lose it. I said Going back to betting, it's the same you have to use the same methodology for how you're going to bet sports. You can't go into it thinking you're going to win every single game. You have to play the percentages. You have to get your money in right, and you have to have money management. Discipline is the key, and I emphasize that to all of my clients all the time. Um, Unfortunately, look, I don't like to lose. You don't like to lose. Nobody likes to lose, but Just like we talk about bad beats. Well, I remember, Dave, we had a really good beat on Monday night with Kansas. You know, we got lucky on a (laughs) 34-foot three-pointer that that went in, and that was a good beat. You know, the whole game. How about about yesterday's good beat on Buffalo? Well, Buffalo came back. Brian, another team, they're playing (laughs) for the Bills, Brian. I mean, we keep... They keep it roll. They came oh, back in the second I like, half. My, my client texts me,
0: goes, man, we were, good thing we were getting four. I go, really? I just counted the game was over. They were only down 20 at the
4: or, half. Well, or, 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 one, just, or just play 20. the over and it didn't matter. Uh, well, it's a, or That's play the second half. But, right there, um, Ryan. I played the over.
3: That.
4: I played the over.
3: <laughs>
5: That's it a was conference. funny. A friend, of mine, um, a friend of mine had the under and it was 163 and a half. And he, I'm talking to him at halftime and he goes, man, this is great got this one covered. Then he texts, then he texts me and it's like, "Oh my god, they're tied up. I can't have them score a bucket." And then, you know, they came down, they fouled them cuz uh Buffalo came down and shot with 3 seconds left, which the ball didn't go in. Kent State got the ball back and shot two free throws to go over, but so you just it was very close, but again, that's I wouldn't consider that a good or bad beat because the, the, clearly Buffalo just didn't really play in they didn't wake up till halftime. They came back but for a 34-footer at the buzzer on a meaningless cover getting nine points or eight and a half, whichever one you had, to cover there with Kansas, that, that's a good beat. And like Dave says all the time, don't always remember your bad beats. Remember the good ones. So that yeah. was a good one. Hey, Half-course
3: shot, half shot by Kansas.
5: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> with one hey, second. Real quick, though, this,
0: this is a great, great story that I didn't do the other day. I log in and I see the Warriors-Lakers game. And right there, it's like, I don't know what, beginning of the fourth or end of the third, and it's plus 1400 on the money line on the Warriors. And I go, and I put $100 in, and I click the submit button, and it says the lines change. I'm like, you know what, forget this, and I turn it off. Then I check
3: later, and I see the Warriors came back and beat the Lakers. That was a great game. We watched the whole game. No, that, was, that was a, that was now, a fun game. Now, would you have taken were... a money
0: line? Do you ever take those money line shots like when they're – down by 12-15
3: in the end. The vig, man, the vig. I mean, you have to just do the, you have to do the side because what looks good at fourteen to one, and then when it comes back, you go, wow, that looks good. In theory, it should really be seventeen or eighteen to one, and this is just almost unbeatable, you know. So,
4: I mean, but, should but there be? You, should there be a? I I'm, I wonder. You know, I know, John, you talk about it a lot, the halftime wagering or, or the in-game. But we know the NBA with the streaks and the runs. And, and and But then the game ends up, for the most part, you know, playing out the way you think it is, uh, going to go. And I'm wondering that, you know, you sit there and say, if your play is, I don't know, what, Golden State minus four. But they come out and they're down 14. You know, I almost wonder if there's a plan of attack. And I maybe I, this, I'm throwing darts here. But you still think they're the team and they're going to come roaring back and they're going to win this game and it'll be close at halftime. And then the game becomes the game in the second half. In some respects, you sit there and you just – the game starts and you you hope that the side you're on, let them get down six, seven, eight points, and then all of a sudden you're laying one instead of laying four. Well, I'll tell you
0: admittedly on the air, Mr. Miller, you cured me. Yesterday – I'm on Pittsburgh plus five in the second half, winner. I'm on San Diego plus seven and a half in the second half, winner. I'm on Mississippi plus three in the second half, winner. I'm on South Carolina plus 11 and a half live, winner. What do they all have in common? They were all winning and they kept winning. I used to be the guy that would was so square on the reversion, the mean, the bounce back, they got to win, they got to come back, they got to tie the game, blah, blah, blah. But I got to tell you, thank you, thank you, thank you. You've cured me. You have proved it with my second-half wagering that betting that team that's down 20 at the half, if anything, take
3: the points on the team that's up 20 and the half. Thank you. half you Thank you, you. Okay, so this would have been the first show in or radio show in about nine weeks that you wouldn't have said something that got to me. That got to me because that's what I miss about Vegas. They would constantly, and no offense to them, they're they're catering to people who bet what you used to bet, but Vegas really skews. You can always get an extra half point or a point in those spots. And and the other states around the country, I can't. So I really miss that. And, yeah, good job. Good job. Well, I mean, again, it's
0: this concept of the team having a comeback. You know, after I took a hard look at the numbers, and you guys know I'm a numbers guy. I mean, they really—they don't. Nobody has to come back. Just like you know, yeah, the team exactly. doesn't have to win. You know what I mean?
3: If anything, well, it's been, Brian, it's been I'm, proven. I'm, it's been proven there's a global skew on that too. So in theory, we try to do anything we can. I mean, to look get at Duke edge.
0: yesterday. You know, the whole world was on Duke at halftime. I
3: that's, did exactly. What I'm not going to yeah. say what
0: I did. I'm not going off- to say what I did off air on air. But what you told me to do is I waited. And all I can say is it worked to my benefit. But, I mean, if you're, if you're a Duke Blue Devil yeah. fan, they're yeah, like Yeah, that was $10. a really good one for
3: my, what I told you.
0: Right. So if you're a Duke good Blue, it, it, Everybody's listening, talking this. If you want to know what he told me, you have to pay for it. You can call me.
3: So here's the thing. The total, the total on Purdue, too. That was a good one for what I told you. I, was on,
0: I, I, was, I didn't want to say that on there. I was on the game. Um, Everybody really doesn't know what's going on now. Here's the thing, Brian. I'm not – I got to tell you, I went 0-3 in hockey last night, Brian, because I only take dogs. And I wanted to just tell you, I, the other night I took whoever Vegas beat, they're up 2 nothing in the third quarter. I'm like, I got this. I got this. <laughs> okay? Yeah. How is it – I want all these – I went 0-3 yesterday on my personal hockey. I didn't right? How does a guy – You probably know the games that I actually lost yesterday. I bet all dogs yesterday, all dogs. And, I mean, I'm just – I bet Washington Capitals, I bet the Kings, and I bet Chicago. How does a guy do that? Brian, help me out here on the air. Every dog just can't win in overtime. I just see you, you're a dog, you're in overtime, you're not going to win for John. What is going on, guys?
5: <laughs> uh, so, we, play, we have a couple.
0: Play totals. Time left. Oh, I want to hear, Brian, help me out here.
4: Yeah, play totals.
0: <laughs> no, but help me out here. What is going on in overtime where the favorite wins? What's going on when Vegas is down 2 nothing, and I, I got a plus 180 and I can't win that game?
4: That's a coin flip. They they scored seven seconds after the draw. They came right in on the opening faceoff and scored. You know, this I mean, is th- mad to me. Three on three is, you know, that's that. Three on three is like you, you might as well just bet the coin the coin toss in the Super Bowl. You know, there's, it doesn't matter. Three on three, you're both teams are going to get incredible chances. Goalie's got to make a great save somewhere along the way.
0: Crazy. But... So- you know but well, it but, have, it's, but it's a
4: brand new season too you know so you're you're getting you know the, we said teams that lose the first game of a set because they're playing back-to-back games watch them come back with a sense of urgency in the second game last night buffalo beat philly uh 6-1 plus a dollar 30 um and then philly in the rematch the next night they won the first sample last week uh vancouver beat edmonton in the opener edmonton beat vancouver the second game friday night there were eight of them, and the teams that lost the first game of the back-to-back set went 5-3, and three, and two of the losses were Anaheim in overtime to Vegas and the L.A. Kings in overtime to Minnesota, or it could have been 7-1. and one. So you're, you're, there's a lot of new angles and a lot of new approaches. The things that historically have worked in hockey, many of them will still work. But there's a big learning curve and real opportunities in this season with the 56-game schedule and the schedule's laid out the way it is.
0: Well, what I'll say to Dave is I know Dave will say this to me to tell the clients. The client, I gave a couple of my private clients the, my hockey opinions and uh, my algor- I do have an algorithm, I don't want to say opinions. And they said, well, if I would have taken the plus That's one an and opinion, a half on no. every – well, I would have said if I would have taken plus one and a half on every game. And
4: I and again, Brian. Don't, don't ever you, do that. I, don't yeah, ever. 200 don't, 200 on every
0: game. Don't.
4: That's square. Don't. Square. Here, if Dave's curing you something, let me cure you that. Don't ever do that.
0: I agree. Square. I'd rather lose a dog than... Say I could have, because every dog lost by one last night. So obviously, I was in a position to go three and zero at plus because one Because the, a half the ju- problem
4: with the plus one and a half in hockey, which is a, just an idiotic bet, is okay. Yeah, they're close. They lose in overtime. Yeah, you can win. But you're sitting there, and a third of the time, you're sitting there, and you're right, and the team played a close game. But then they pull the goalie to try to tie the game, and you, you get your head blown off. It's and and you got to lay juice to do it. I mean, on a nightly basis in hockey, when there's eight to ten hockey games, you shouldn't be laying more than twenty cents in anything. Uh, With all the all the opportunities that are out there, you should be digging for plus prices. Right. That's
5: exactly. What were you going to say, Mike? So, with a couple minutes left in the show, I want to get the expert predictions for this weekend's NFL games, the championship games. Yeah, because we start with Brian. (laughs) Give me your two. (laughs) Come on. Uh,
4: I'm not doing it. Ah. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not changing anything, man. I'm not. I'm not. No. You guys going on t- kind of, All right,
3: all right. I get it, Dave. I'm not. I'm not.
4: I'm not uh, I ate the same. I, mean, I like, ate the same chicken wings in the same chair, and I didn't roll the chicken wings out until halftime, and that's when they got the touchdown and the pick six. So the oh, one thing I'll tell you is the chicken wings will be ready at the opening kickoff this week. I knew he was going to say that. Right. <laughs> I, I, I think you, I Brian think you have got the goals.
3: bills. Okay. I think you – I'm ice cold in, in football. I'll, I'll throw that out real quick. But I think you have to go – I think you have to go Tampa and uh, the, the Chiefs.
4: All right, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you what I will do. I'll tell you what I will do. The first, Give us a total. The, no, the first time they played, the score was 26-17. And everybody talks about that game like the Chiefs beat the Bills 72-3. And the reality was they were down six with five minutes to go and had two chances on third down to get Mahomes off the field and give Allen the ball back to go down the field and win the game. But what no one talks about, the Bills lost three games this year. One was on a Hail Mary. The two they lost was to Tennessee, who was coming off a two-week bye from COVID, and the Bills were preparing to play Tennessee or Kansas City because they didn't know if the Tennessee game was going to be played. And then they had to play Kansas City on a short week. Okay, those are excuses. But the two things that are fact that you can throw the first two games out, Josh Allen, those two games, was hurt. He got knocked out of the Raiders game and was wearing a shoulder brace in the Tennessee and the Kansas City game, never used it as an excuse. And the other thing was Edwards Hilaire ran for 160 yards, but Milano didn't play in the game, and when Matt Milano plays, the Bills are 12-0, and 0, but the biggest thing is Trey Edmonds, the, uh, the middle linebacker, was running around playing with one arm, he had a hurt shoulder he couldn't tackle. After the bye week, Edwards Edmonds got healthy, and he's playing at an all-pro level now. And you saw the difference in the Bills' run defense last week. Their linebackers are healthy. The defense is caught up to the offense. I'm done.
5: Sounds like he's
4: on the Bills to me. I didn't say anything. I'm in. I I'm didn't in. say anything. Just change my pick. Didn't say change anything. My pick. I didn't say a word. The best analysis I've heard of the Bills all season. That was incredible. Bro. Yeah, that was pretty that, – that left us well, speechless. By, by the way, I mean, not, honestly, honestly not, not, not the, not the broadcast. Not one of them the ever – might move on you. Not one of them's ever mentioned that Allen was hurt. I mean, he the Bill. he never used that as an excuse. He got knocked out of the Raiders game here. Had to go to the locker room, came out and played the second half. His shoulder popped out. And he was wearing a shoulder brace for three weeks. Whoa. In fact, the, after the Chiefs game, they only beat the Jets eighteen to ten because Allen was hurt. He was hurt for three weeks. Well, Hasselback on me. TV said it's a three week injury, and that's exactly what happened. I, I know. I know. We got a few minutes left, but N- how no, no, we you... don't. We got about thirty seconds. That's
0: <laughs> it, guys. Call me. You'll find out what me and Dave talked about off air, but it's going to cost you.
5: Good luck, Brian. I'll be rooting for you.
4: hey, and uh, buddy. It was a fun game and, you know, just a chuckle on the on the call of the touchdown. Uh, that was a good season. Hey, I my
0: a Buffalo I, fan. He's going to be eating wings with you this week. I got a funny virtually.
4: feeling we're going to see that matchup again for a bunch of years. I think the Chiefs, sure, the Bills, and the Ravens, we're going to see it a lot. All right, guys, good stuff. Have a good day. Thanks for joining us. We invite you to check out the website, sportsinsiderradio.com.
5: It's the Vegas Board, Tuesday morning at 10 on AM 1400, KSHP North Las Vegas, and KSHP.gov.
4: USA Radio News with Tim Berg. This is America's
1: Day. This is democracy's day. The nation's 46th president, Joe Biden, opening his inaugural address, Biden noting the challenges of the ongoing coronavirus crisis.
0: Once in a century virus that silently stalks the country It's taken as many lives in one year as America lost in all of World War II.
1: The president also making pleas for unity during these times. Although many of Biden's supporters are wanting people who voted for former